It's absurd sometimes. I posted one thing, and I think it was an excerpt from the Building a Successful Microagency book. And one of the responses, like almost immediately, was just someone saying, just like, F your agency. And I just started <laughs> laughing so hard because it was such a typical Reddit response. It's like, what did I do to you, dude? Like, I'm sorry. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Content Marketing Podcast brought to you by Hedge, the finance content agency. Today, I'm joined by Gil Gildner, who is the uh, co-founder of Disco Sloth. He's written a number of books, which I want to get into today. And I'm um, just really excited to have you on the show. Thanks for coming on, Gil. Thanks for having me on. So you're um, you're a, a PPC guy, but you do a lot of content marketing on the side. That's how I've on the, on the side as the as the generation for your own business. Um, and so that's how I came across you. But why don't you give us a, a quick intro and what you do, what you do at Disco Sloth and kind of how content marketing fits into to your strategy. Yeah. So I guess at, at Disco Sloth, we're kind of a boutique PPC agency. We're very small. Um, there's just three of us right now. And we do kind of mid-size to higher end uh, PPC campaigns for mostly e-commerce or tech or SaaS clients. Um, my role at Disco Sloth is mostly just I'm either a customer service rep or a writer. It's, it's one of the two. I'm either talking to the clients, um, sales, onboarding, or you know, generating a lot of content that brings us leads. Um, and that that process has developed over the years. When we started, I, you know, I I'd always been interested in writing and content marketing. I'd always run sites on the side. I'd always you know done a little bit. Uh, but I didn't really know how powerful just generating valuable free content was. And kind of informally over the years, uh, it's been almost, I guess, six years uh, next week. Uh, I just started the writing brings in leads. It kind of has developed kind of a brand authority for us. So uh I've been able to justify more and more time just spent writing all over the place. So, um, yeah, that's that's it in a nutshell. Awesome. I definitely want to dive into all the stuff about content marketing because obviously that's what we talk about more here. But I thought it'd be worth um, starting off with, I guess, a content marketer's guide to PPC, right? Because I think within the broad spectrum of digital marketing, we all have our specializations and we tend to know broadly what the others do. But I think it's always useful to kind of learn a bit more about what everybody else is doing because I think then it helps tailor, you know, your own mm-hmm. your own vertical within that. So could you give us like a um, a, sh- a short overview of some of the, the key things that content marketers should know now about what's happening in your world of PPC? Yeah, there's, there's some kind of overarching trends that are happening that are very important for us to keep up with. There's also, uh, let's see. I would say the the biggest thing right now that is changing a lot of the world of PPC and kind of marketing in general is automation in good ways and bad ways. Mm-hmm. And it, it's very controversial with uh, within the community because it's like everything. There's, there's going to be two sides. Uh, a lot of, um, a lot of creative is going towards automation. It can be a good thing. It can be a bad thing. You know, it's, 
people like to hop on bandwagons, the latest ones, you know, like chat GPT and stuff like that. And I can't, um, I would be, I would be remiss if I just threw it out the window and, and just, you know, just a blanket statement against, you know, generated content for PPC would be not really accurate, but the people, yeah. most people's approach to it is just wrong. <laughs> like ultimately it's just wrong. Uh, a lot of PPC folks are using chat GPT to generate, um, you know, creative like headlines and descriptions and advertising. A lot of folks are, um, are beyond chat GPT or something like that. They're embracing Google's auto generated content, like performance max is a new campaign type that's been transitioning over the last year or so. It's actually not a bad, uh, Mm -hmm. campaign type it works for a lot of folks um running campaigns but uh it auto generates all the assets um images video uh text unless you give it something um to to kind of um to hone it or to like replace the auto generated stuff the auto generated stuff is terrible at, in 99 mm -hmm. of situations <laughs> so there's this kind of a debate and automation on the creative side and then the technical side of PPC where it's just like, you know, automated bidding or keywords or match, you know, match types. It's going more automated. And right now in the PPC world, people are like butting heads. Um, some folks just want to turn the spigot on and go full, you know, automation. Other people don't do it at all. And I think that, the best choice is always a compromise in the middle. There's going to be something a little more, you know, reasonable. That's the big debate right now in the in the PPC world. Um, so it's effectively it's very similar to what's what's happening across all digital marketing, isn't it? Like you said, I think um, you I think it was on Twitter that I saw you said something about you know if the issue we've got with with all these AI and automation is that it means that everybody is going to be at the same level with the same volume and like yeah that maybe means that the average is a bit better because the absolute mm -hmm. dross at the bottom isn't there anymore but right. you still got to stand out like if you've got whether it's you know whether it's ads whether it's blog content whether it's social content like the only way it will attract a human being's attention is if it's unique enough or interesting enough to avoid just the, the scroll factor really yeah and i think you know, automation could work well for 80, 85, uh, like 90% of, of situations. It could, and, and it probably will. But I really believe that if you want, like the more specific service you're selling, the more expertise oriented service or product you're selling, you just aren't going to be able to generate that. You you have to sit down with expertise and write it, and, and like that can't be generated. All all ML is right now is recombining existing content, which is fine for most things. But if you have a new product, if you have a new, if if you have a a special take on it, you can't generate it. I, I just. I think it's impossible. Nobody's going, going to read an, an AI written novel. You know, it's just nobody's going to do that.
no. I mean, I, I find myself doing doing that as well when I see a post or I see something where I can clearly tell that it's been written by ChatGPT in the first few sentences. I don't even read the rest because it, it it loses that value in in my yeah. mind. Like regardless of whether the actual content could be decent, there could mm-hmm. actually be a really good summary there of whatever the topic is. But as soon as I get those like uh, that that sort of fingerprint, you can tell it's it's an AI piece of content. I'm like, oh fuck that! Like I'm not gonna waste my time with that. There's a cadency that you you sense, and and from then on, I just feel like okay, this this could have been one of those clickbaity articles that I stumble across on Google and I learn nothing after spending five minutes reading it. Like this is what this is going to be. It's just yeah. going gonna to be very pleasant. It's going to give me a pretty well-rounded view and no insight whatsoever. And nothing controversial. Pleasant's a great word for that, right? Like that That sounds like a compliment, but really like... <laughs> If you say how how was your night? How was your night? Yeah, it was it was it was perfectly pleasant. You know, like yeah, that's no one wants yeah, that. Come nothing on. to you either want it about. to be an absolute train wreck or you want it to be amazing. Yeah, right. Yeah, you you want to be able to brag about it. Like, man, it was the worst night I've ever had, or it was it was fantastic. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. So, the, I think it's just it's like a big vanilla pie. You know, it's just. Yeah, I, I think that's something that it's it's what it's the price we pay for having emphasized volume over quality in marketing in general. Um, and you know, sometimes volume is needed. Sometimes volume is good, but I would much rather pay a lot more for one super high quality lead or piece of content or you name it than mm. just to have a bunch of trash floating around, just a tsunami of mediocrity. Yeah, interesting stuff. Um, your content marketing strategy is really interesting, right? So the first time I came across you was, and I've got it here to prove prove I've paid for this, bought on Amazon. Oh, got your, nice. your and uh, Anya's book there that I've, I've, I've read. That was the first time I came across you. Um, when I got into the content marketing um, space, I was working as a freelancer. Um, was starting to scale that up to to an agency. I'd never worked in an agency before. I didn't really have a clue of how to do that. And I found your book really, really valuable in that. And especially in the way that you've approached it probably, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, more from a freelance perspective, right? You're not mm-hmm. talking about people who are at like Ogilvy who are like coming, wanting to, to break off and create their own global thing. It's like kind of that scaling process, but scaling to a point um that's not the only book you guys have written you've got i think two out and another one on the way i believe yes um and you're active on reddit as well which is another kind of unusual um avenue yeah talk me through a little bit about your about this content marketing strategy was were these kind of conscious decisions that you made to do something a little bit different um, or was it just that it's what you wanted to do and it's worked out well? How, how did this all come about? That's an interesting question. And I think I would probably go back to what you said about coming um, from a freelancer perspective. Uh, before we started our agency in 2017, um, neither of us, um, it's my wife and I both worked at a company beforehand. Um, and that's where we met. Uh, neither of us had worked in an agency. Uh, we were in-house. So we were in-house marketing department and I had freelanced and she had, 
um, worked in different companies before, but never in a, really at an agency. So that book is written from the perspective of someone who has never actually worked in a large agency. But I actually think that's a strength mm-hmm. because yeah, you know, okay. I've worked with many, many agencies and there's just some, I think some traditions that need to be broken uh, just for a healthy cash flow and healthy just business approach um, that people who come from within agencies maybe bring some of the bad habits along with them. So I think it was really, really healthy coming from a more of a business perspective of like this is the real business world trying to come in and do, you know, marketing. Um, because of that, we kind of hit the ground running thinking, okay, what do we do totally off the cuff? Nobody else is doing. I don't want to, I don't want to mimic, you know, maybe even the most successful marketers. I have to do something just out of the box. I can never be the the biggest of what's already there. So I've got to just go way out here, do something that's maybe harder or uncommon and be better there. Um, that's, that was my approach to the book. That's why I wanted to start writing books because it's really hard to write books. It, every book we've yeah. written so far has been like, it's been a year minimum in the making. It's, it's expensive and hard and exhausting to write a book. You can't, you can't write a book with an agile workflow, you know, of like, you, you can't write a book in, yeah. in sprints and iteration. You just gotta, you've got this big thing here you gotta do. So very few other people do it. Um, and I understand why, because it's not always fun, but <laughs> doing that, it, it's kind of the barrier to entry was so high and it was so just a little different than what m- most agencies would have done that I think that's, the, our first book, Becoming a Digital Marketer, I think um, I will have to check, but I think we just sold like the 6,000th copy. Um, and that was since 20, nice. 2018, I think, late 2018. Yeah. And it's just that, and mm-hmm. you know, that's not a lot of copies when it, in terms of fiction, but for nonfiction, that's like very respectable for a a, a book like that. So it paid off. Yeah. It was a lot of sweat and tears. Um, that to me was, I, I'm, and I'm really glad our first project saw success because otherwise I might've abandoned it and not tried it the second and third time. Yeah. So, yeah. so that was, that's, that was very lucky for us. Um, because of that though, I knew that, you know, we started getting leads from the book. You know, we started getting people with businesses who read our books and contacted us like, Hey, I wanted to learn um, marketing via your books. Turns out I'm better at running my business. Do our PPC campaigns for us. So seeing yeah. that success, I, I, I literally just for a while there, I was trying everything. I was trying every channel, just testing water. And then I kind of, I, I stumbled across Reddit, which as a, as a content marketing platform is like one of the worst ideas ever, but also one of the best ideas. The platform is ridiculous. It's, it's mostly anonymous. There's a lot of egos there. It's just, 
lot of spam and low quality content. But the the tr- overall trash level of Reddit is actually a benefit because it doesn't take much to shine. You know, if mm. I truly believe in almost any niche, if someone engages non-anonymously, posts a lot of helpful stuff, uh, doesn't spam, doesn't push anything, and just starts building a community around themselves, Reddit could be a fantastic, it's way underutilized as just a yeah, yeah. I definitely want to. I definitely want to go a little bit deeper on Reddit because, like you say, I agree with you 100. percent I think that's going to be an interesting one to get into. But before we do, let's just go back to the the books a little bit. So mm-hmm. I'm interested about how the leads come through for this, right? So what I what I find interesting is it's obviously working, obviously working very very well. You, you mentioned that all of your leads come from your content marketing. You sold a bunch of copies of this. You've got the first one, how to be a digital marketer. And I can kind of see how that would work, as you've just mentioned, somebody who has a business who is looking to start digital marketing, they look for a book about digital marketing, mm-hmm. they they effectively want to become their own digital marketer for their own business. So I get how that would parlay into um, leads for you guys. What about like the second one? So building a successful micro agency, you would think that that would be a useful book, like say, I found it really useful. Mm-hmm. But I'm probably not going to become your client because I'm trying to sell marketing services. So how how's that kind of work for you, or, or is the idea to have a different target demographic for that one? For that one, it was I, we you know we talked about that before we actually wrote that book. Um, you know, like like why why would why are we trying to sell a book to someone who clearly is offering probably com- if not competing services, at least just they probably aren't going to pay us a lot of money to run their ads because you know. And our, our decision on, on that was, yeah, probably not. Like we're not going to get direct clients from that. It's honestly more of a indirect branding, um, within the PPC and digital marketing community. It's, um, yeah, I think it's, I was also a little, um, it was probably a little idealistic too, because I saw so many people running agencies what I consider just the wrong way that I wanted to be, mm-hmm. I wanted to offer a, an opposing viewpoint because ultimately if marketing is healthier and better, it helps me too. Um, I, I think there's a, there's a big hole for just genuine, uh, just stable, small agencies. Um, everyone is either trying to just scale massively high or be some sort of fake guru that I would rather just mm. it be as respectable and profitable and stable as possible. And I think anyone like people who push that as a you know a message are it's going to reflect well. Um, it's branding within the industry, PPC specifically, it's such a small industry. There's just not that many people who are really into it that people are people out there are wanting stuff like that. They're, they're wanting to read stuff that's oriented towards, you know, paid search or even SEO or stuff like that. I, th- I just, I thought it was a, yeah, probably we'll never get a lead from that book. I don't, we, I don't think we have like in terms of clients, but I thought, I thought there was a, a place for it. So I guess it's like, um, it's that book, um, 
I don't know if you've read this. I don't even think I finished it, to be honest. I think it was the audiobook I was into, but it was called um, Known by Mark Schaefer. I don't know if you've heard of that. But the idea mm-hmm. is just to become become known for a particular thing. Um, and I think that's what content marketing comes down to at the end mm-hmm. of the day is just not even making people aware that you are good at a certain thing, but becoming a name that is, is associated with a certain thing. And I guess that's that's the success of the second book, even if it's maybe not as direct. Like now for me, use me as an example, like if I had a client come to me who I was doing content marketing for and asked me to do PPC, mm-hmm. the only person's name who would come to my mind would be yours um, because right. it's not something that I deal with on a regular basis. So, you know, I, I definitely see how there'd be value from it from from just that perspective but um yeah just interesting to get to get your take on that as well yeah i think it's more of a long-term play you know it's it it's not something like someone will read flip through the book and be like i'm hiring him but it might be if five thousand people read the book over the next five years something comes of it while we're on the books let's quickly talk about the new one um i know this is this is pretty early on again i think i saw a tweet from you that you're working on at the moment Mm -hmm. this one digital marketing for new businesses i believe it's called obviously focused more on potential clients or as a potential lead gen um can you give us sort of an overview or a thesis of of what you're looking to to put out there with this one yeah with this one i have been working on it longer than I have any of the other books and it's proving to be a real beast. Um, basically I wanted it to be digital marketing for people who really don't want to know about digital marketing. Um, so either folks who are running a startup, maybe started a small local service business, maybe they're running an e-commerce store that just kind of took off. Um, or even people in who've maybe um, we found a lot of our clients are internal to a larger company and they've assumed control of a marketing department and, and they're just like, okay, I got to do something Mm -hmm. with this. Um, What do I do? I don't, you know, maybe they're on the sales or business side of things and they move over and they're like, I need to know more about marketing. So this book is oriented towards someone who's probably just a business person running a company and this is how to to source, hire, uh, implement, measure all aspects of marketing. So it's, it's the the hard part about this book is writing it jargon free um, and describing every element from the ground up in a plain English. I think it would be useful uh, for for folks who are coming from the business world who want to know like, okay, how do I attribute my conversions? Um, How do I know how much to pay these guys? Uh, Are they ripping me off? Are these guys good at what they do? Uh, How do I hire in-house? You know, how do I find a freelancer? Um, And so I go through all the channels, you know, everything from organic search to paid search to social to, uh, you know, blogs, websites, um, you name it and try to give the pros and cons of each and when they should be applied along with budget range. Like don't pay $50 for a blog post. It's not going to help you. You know, it, the price is going to be yeah. here. Um, so that's the book is halfway finished. It's going to be a while. It's going to be longer than I wanted it to be, but um, that's, 
that's my goal for that book. It's, it's a lot of work. Awesome. So do you think with, as was, I guess as we were talking about at the start, with the increase in automation, AI, all that sort of thing, and the fact that you took on the books because it was difficult and therefore there's less of them out there and the competition is less and all that. Do you think content marketers and you know even like B2B companies who are doing content, that sort of thing, should look to longer form, more challenging, beefier projects to stand out? Maybe that's not a book. Maybe it's like a, a full-fledged podcast. Maybe that's really detailed white papers with independent research. Do you think that's a trend that we might start to see with companies that have a little bit more budget and, and really want to push the boat out on their content marketing? I really hope it would be a trend. Um, I don't know if it will be, uh, but it should be. I It's, it's very difficult to sell uh, long-term goals to clients mm. um, because a lot of clients are interested in what happens in Q2. You know, they're like, I have to reach goals yeah. in Q2. Well, it was um, even with paid search, which was pretty immediate, but especially with SEO or content in general, you're not going to post, you know, a, a 5,000 word, like in-depth, you know, essay and then get and pay for it in the next week. It just doesn't happen that way, but it it's, it's such a long-term approach for a healthy business that it's it's very hard to convince people uh, sometimes that it's worth it. It 100% is. I, I don't even do content marketing as a service, but it is. It, the, the problem is that people are going to see quick wins with ChatGPT and with all the, you know, a plethora of other automation that's going to come out there. And they might get 80% of the way there. Um, so I think more than anything, there'll be a bifurcation of, of, of like companies. You're going to have a lot of people who just settle into the normal, um, maybe generic approach. It will probably be okay for them. You're going to have a, a very, I think a smaller subset of, of companies that recognize the value of unique, like high barrier to entry, huge projects. And they're, they're, they're going to be the companies that are mm. producing documentaries. They're going to be uh, like maybe creating a web series. They're going to, they're going to have like super long form, like more like journalism type uh, blogs, like actual real stuff those companies will stand out 100%. Yeah. It's just going to be very expensive for them and, and kind of prophetic that like, it's going to be, they're going to have some special marketers who dis decide to go that route. It's not easy. And I guess I do want to get onto Reddit, but just to just touch on one last thing on that, I guess that that comes back to the central thesis of your, of your, uh, the, the book, the building successful micro agency, doesn't it? Cause you talk about, looking at servicing fewer clients, fewer mm -hmm. higher value clients. Number one, that means you can do better work. You have more fat there to be able to provide a better service. And these arrivals on the scene like ChatGPT and AI and stuff are less of a threat because you're not in a race for the bottom price-wise. Your clients are paying you more than they could get 
a service which does the same thing, although not to the same standard somewhere else anyway. Right. So the fact that that lower cost option is AI rather than somebody from you know a developing country or something, like it's it's not really any different. It doesn't really change your business model, does it? Right. Yeah, and I I think it's going to be rough for uh, I don't know even how to say it without um, being rude, but uh, lower quality work is 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 going to find find itself in a corner. Like it's lower quality work is the stuff that can be replaced by better with automation. Um, so I don't mm. see a future where some really low quality fiber stuff starts working really well. Um, you're not going to be able to go pay 25 bucks for something good anywhere. You can just generate it for free. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I think that's going to affect the lower entry level marketer probably. So, mm. so let's talk about Reddit, right? I think Reddit's fascinating. I think, um, I love Reddit. I actually would credit Reddit. There we go. Um, <laughs> with my, with me making the career change from, I was a financial advisor for 15 years. So mm-hmm. making that change into, to, to online marketing, um, content marketing from Reddit. And like you say, there's a lot of shit you got to get through to get to the gold. But when yeah. you find it, it is so valuable. And I think we're seeing that the fact that when you type in a, a search term to Google, one of the first suggestions that comes up after is just the search term with Reddit at the end, because yeah, it can be massively valuable. Mm-hmm. Do you get a lot of leads directly from Reddit? Uh, it's very difficult to attribute like 100% to Reddit, but the answer would be yes. Yeah. Um, I've, um, because most, most folks who, who come to us will come through our website or something and send a, like a form or an email to us. But so many of them mentioned that they saw mm-hmm. something on Reddit or, um, yeah, probably Reddit mm-hmm. more than any other platform online right now. Um, there, it's either when, when people come to us, it's either I read your book or I saw a post on Reddit. Give us a high level overview of your Reddit strategy, right? Because I've come across you on Reddit after I read the book. Mm-hmm. I see you post on there. I know you've got your own subreddit. Talk me through how you work that and kind of how much time you spend on building up your presence on Reddit. It was, um, I started engaging on Reddit. Like I, I've been on Reddit for way too long, probably 10, 12, 15 years. I have, I don't even know like how long I've, it's, I've been on Reddit, but I was, I was not professionally on Reddit until about three years ago. Um, when I mm-hmm. joined with, you know, my real name, and decided to start engaging on some of the communities that are the PPC focused communities. Um, and I decided that all I was going to do is write as in-depth and helpful answers to questions that I could. And even to the extent I probably over answered just, um, like I, I answered almost giving audits of, of people's, you know, campaigns <laughs> And the reaction was great. It was like right off the bat, people were just like, oh, thanks so much. Like I would have paid, you know, someone for a consultation for that. You just fix this, you know, people started sending me, you know, DMs and chats constantly of like, I have this problem. How would I fix this? And I just tell them I'd help them. And I, I did that for a year or so. 
um, it's kept working really well. Then I started, um, started, um, the one, the one thing about Reddit is that even if you're helpful, you can still get banned from anyone's, you know, specific subreddit it happens constantly. So I decided, okay, I need my own so I can post the content there and I can't ban myself. So, um, <laughs> I started, um, because agency owners own all the subreddits and it's just a, a heads up to everyone who's not a marketer out there. If, if you're going on Reddit, the people who own the subreddit are the, are selling something. It's just the way it is. Um, so mm -hmm. I started posting like kind of chapters from the books <laughs> as posts or like bits of chapters yep. and, um, I got good feedback. Uh, I basically just throwing everything out there that I could. Um, and I would, I would post a lot of stuff, AB test it. Some, some got traction, some just didn't go anywhere. So I just delete the stuff that doesn't go anywhere. Keep posting. It just works. People find it. They're looking for that stuff. If it's actually pretty high quality leads that come from there, actually insanely high quality leads, leads I would never imagine Really? would ever be on Reddit. Um, but apparently everyone is on Reddit, at least in the Western world. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. It's like Reddit is so weird because it's it's simultaneously like one of the most visited websites in the world and no one seems to have heard of it. Like no one I know actually goes on Reddit. Like they know what it is or at least doesn't admit to it. I don't know. It's weird. And, but from a, I think they're just not admitting and to I it. I think it is a... a <laughs> probably must be must be but i mean it, as far as a platform it is it's a really odd one it's like the way i would describe it is like for any i mean i know people that listen to the show are content marketers so they will have heard of it probably spent time on it but still i'm still surprised how little a lot of people have an understanding of it and it's almost like a combination of like medium for example and mm -hmm. like tiktok and the reason i say tiktok is because TikTok has a very distinct culture to it. Like you, there are jokes that happen on TikTok that yeah. if you posted that same thing on Instagram to someone who's not on TikTok, they won't get it. And Reddit is so much like that. Like you have to understand the culture. You have to understand, as you mentioned, like the nuances and idiosyncrasies of like the stupid rules. And there's a meta to it of like, yeah, hundred percent, yeah. So yeah, again, it's one of those ones where it's not something where you can go on a subreddit for the first time, create a new account, drop a link and expect any leads. Like yeah. people are going to mock you, give you shit, um, get you banned. You've yeah. got to play the long game with it, don't you? Yeah. And it's, um, you, you definitely have to have a thick skin for Reddit. Um, I, there was a, <laughs> like it, it's, it's absurd sometimes. I, I posted one thing and it was, it was a, I think it was an excerpt from the building a successful micro agency book and one of the responses, like almost immediately, was just someone saying, just like, F your agency. And I, and I just started <laughs> laughing so hard because it was the, such a typical like Reddit response. It's like, what did I do to you, dude? Like, I'm sorry. Like Your content marketing strategy in a nutshell is do whatever gives you the most pain. The most painful content <laughs> marketing that you can go towards is like the yeah. winner for you, right? Well, it took me 18 months to write this stupid book. I got to do it. Well, will people cuss <laughs> at me on Reddit. Got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. But guess i can't complain it works really well so my thin, um, my skin gets thicker every day 
yeah, that's awesome. But that's awesome. And um, like, yeah, I, I think I think the other cool thing about Reddit is that people recognize people recognize that. So when you have somebody who is always shilling their own shit and like being a self promoter. Mm-hmm. People don't want to help them. They right. you know, they want to downvote them. They don't want to share stuff. And I think the opposite happens. And like again, I've come across posts before when someone has asked a question about agencies, like building an agency. Mm-hmm. You've given a response, um, not mentioning your book, and mm-hmm. then I think once, um, maybe twice, I've posted, seen that same post, and posted saying there's this book which is really good. And I've seen that you've posted on that, but that's not really what it was about. It's just yeah. that. If you were so instead, if you were constantly on there shilling your book, I wouldn't have felt the need to do that because I'm like, oh, he's right. he's he's happy doing that himself. Like he doesn't need my help. But I yeah, know that, yeah, yeah. On Reddit, you kind of do need other people's help. Yeah, and actually, like, not once on Reddit in the past, like, I think, uh, yeah, three years of doing it, I've never linked to our website. I don't even, I I don't even say DM me. I don't say. Uh, you know, mm. send me an email. Uh, the most I've ever done is um, I, I actually like to pitch other people's books. I, I got a friend who wrote an agency book. I pitch his all the time. It looks, it's like, I don't need that sale from Reddit for that. I don't need to sell a copy in that moment. I need to generate goodwill and indirectly uh, it will come back to me. Um, it's kind of like a, you know, it's kind of like red yeah. karma in a bigger way. <laughs> mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's one thing about Reddit that I think a lot of people do get wrong is you cannot have a call to action. You, it is not about asking for a conversion right there. It's about brand building and giving value. If you tell someone to click here or buy now, they're not going to do it. It's, so you have to take the opposite approach. Yeah. I uh, I do love it when you see somebody new pop up, just wants to give value to the community, but just you just the way that they're writing, you're like, this is bullshit. Let's just watch this account for the next three weeks and see what happens. 100% of the time, it's like three weeks later, oh, I've been getting lots of people ask me if I could like just do a course on this or something. And so I thought, yeah, yeah sure, <laughs> if that's what the community wants. It's like, oh, here we go. Sure. In th- in three weeks, you already got a fan base, and they're just clamoring for your fifteen hundred dollar <laughs> course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, look, um, mindful of time. Uh, I guess the last question I got for you is, what are you most excited to be working on over the next twelve months? Uh, let's see. I will be excited when this book comes out. Um, I, I it will be kind of a sigh of relief. Um, I'm really. I'm really hoping it, it turns out well. So, uh, but besides that, um, I, you know, it's going to be a weird year. I, th- I think the, you know, just the economic market is, is poised for something strange to happen and that trickles down into marketing. You know, I think we've been in a recession for about three quarters and nobody else seems to think that. And, I'm um, happy to be proven wrong, but I really think something weird is going to happen. It's going to be tough for marketers, um, but I'm kind of excited to see if we can push through it and come out stronger on the other side. Um, it's definitely there's that every every industry uh, needs a shakeup every once in a while, and 
I think we're, we're overdue for one. Um, so things are changing very fast. It's, it's kind of exciting to see it happen. It's also a little nerve wracking because you're like, oh, I just need to make sure like we're okay. Um, but we will be, we will be. Yeah. Yeah. The cream always rises to the top, as they say. So, um, look, uh, that's been, that's been really enjoyable for me, Gil. Thank you for, for coming on the show. I really appreciate you taking the time. Um, obviously you can pick up all the books on Amazon. I'll link them in the show notes, but, um, if people want to connect with you, get in touch with you, what's the, the best way for them to do that? Best way is probably on my Twitter, which is just Gil Gildner on Twitter. Um, if not there, Reddit, <laughs> I'm also, I'm G Gildner on Reddit. So, um, I post on both often and happy to connect with anyone. Brilliant. Thanks again for your time, Gil. Really appreciate it. You bet. Thanks for the, thanks for the show. It was awesome.